Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 908. Welcome back to the unfiltered, unedited, <coughs> unexpurgated, and occasionally coughing <laughs> fortnight of moving in which you get to hear us in the raw. We would actually be in the raw, but it's too cold out here, so we're bundled up. <laughs> and we're not at our own place yet where we don't have people walking in on us every other minute, so you'll have to wait for the nude podcasts for later. Like they would notice? Well, you know, we oh, could well. tell them. Oh, well, yes, that's true. <laughs> Today we are naked. The Naked Podcasters. <laughs> well, there's a podcast out of the UK called The Naked Scientists. Uh, but I think they're bluffing, really. Because they're in a respectable office where they podcast, so they can't actually be naked or they'd be, like, in trouble. Mm. Anyway, today we hear again from Dawn, who asks... How do I keep going with a story when I can't remember the original idea or, the original idea or inspiration? I.e., how do I get from where I stopped to the next part when I can't remember where I was going? Um... This is a pain in the ass. I've written a few books this way. And uh, she can always tell when she gets to editing. <laughs> Do, like, tell them. I, I will, when when I'm editing, there have been a few times where I've said, this story changed direction here, and I, what? <laughs> but that stuff's pretty easily fixed in post. Mm-hmm. Um what you do is you don't worry about the original idea or inspiration. You read back through what you've got so far, and you just write the next thing. And let the story take on a life of its own, instead of trying to shoehorn it into a vision that you can't quite remember. Sometimes that vision will come back to you, and it's fine. Sometimes it won't, but that's no reason to leave it there, flapping in the wind. Like... And, and sometimes a story just changes yeah, direction. in the telling. And it starts out as an inspiration and then takes on a life of its own. Let it take on the life of the life that it actually has rather than trying to beat it into submission. Yeah, you'll see this with a lot of um, a lot of artur authors. You I mean, you can see it in commercial fiction authors as well. But especially in those authors who straddle the line between genre and literature what you'll see is that they constantly return, or constantly, consistently, like not every book, but they'll consistently return to a core set of themes. Because, and sometimes a, the same basic core storyline that works out in a different way each time. Because they've got an idea, and they're trying to work it out. And the first time, they may have been happy with it, but then they start thinking, you know, there's more to that idea. And I really want to go back to it. So they'll do it again. Uh, Christine Catherine Rush has done this. Robert Heinlein's done this. Um, uh, Frank Herbert did it. Uh, Ursula Le Guin did it a lot. Um, it, you see it all through, um, art, all through those writers who straddle the line between uh, commercial fiction and art, 
um, and artsy artur fiction. Mm-hmm. Because these are people who are bringing their core selves to the work. And when you do that, you will always come back to the things that you are most concerned about, whether you can verbalize them or not, whether you're even aware of them or not. Uh, this is certainly the case with my stories, and I'm often not aware that I'm doing it at the time, like with Death Flight to Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got it done and handed it off to Kitty and she started reading it, she's like, this is down from 10 in space, <laughs> but with a whole whole different spin. And I never even thought about that. But I do have this this deep love for the conversational locked room type of novel where people are forced into a pressure cooker and learn about each other as they do it. And once she pointed that out, I looked back over my oeuvre and I realized that I've got a lot of stories that do that. And I didn't do it on purpose, but um, they're there. You're going to have those as well. And uh, it's one of the reasons that you can trust the story to take on its own shape, because that shape will be coming from the place that your inspiration came from, even if you don't remember what that inspiration was. Mm -hmm. So, let the story become what it wants to be. And if you get to the end of it, and you realize it didn't go where you intended, write it again with a different title and different characters, and... You'll get another book out of it, and it'll be a different book by a different writer because you have grown in telling it the first time. Mm-hmm. And your audience will love you for it because that's why people come back to certain writers over and over and over. They vibe with something deep in the writer's soul that the writer is spilling forth onto the page and may not even be aware of. So, that's what I got. You got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, thank you very much for the question, Don. And I think this is our last one. So uh, next time we see you, there will be poetry again and edited episodes <laughs> with all the normal bells and whistles and uh, maybe some new ones if we can think of them. Until then, we'll see ya. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation, submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat, or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.